Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Tasty Tuesday. Uh, first question. Casey, how's your butt? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my left leg, I can't. The muscle's probably torn because I can't do anything with it. My right arm feels exactly the same way, but is fine. Okay, that's good. Must have enough cushion yeah. after my fall yesterday, but... You yeah. almost ate it this morning, too, I guess, Oh, my huh? gosh. There is a, there is one, like, one by three patch of ice at our work garage. Yeah. And so it's raining today. It's a nice 35 degrees, loving it. I'm strolling, and whoa, whoa. <laughs> It would have really been detrimental to my mood this morning had I hit the ground again. Yeah. I was going to text you because I, I noticed that there was some, chose not to. some some different patches of ice. But I always, I always in my head, I can kind of guess what the comment in your head is going to be. And that is, why are you acting like my dad all the time? So I didn't. No, I didn't. no. After yesterday, had you said, hey, there's an unsuspecting... Catch a black Catch ice. ice. <laughs> I will say, yesterday felt weird driving home. It felt like Empty. pandemic. Yes. It felt like COVID again. There was nobody out on the roads, which is a good thing. I was really shocked at the way that everything kind of did just like shut down. Like how many people can either take off or yeah. be at home during the workday. Yeah. And uh, sorry for all the kids that were forced to e learn at yeah. home. Yeah. Just like takes away some of your, your what childhood. what you for being born right? in the digital age. Don't know what to say. <laughs> it's your fault. You did this to yourself. <laughs> uh, we've got Disney on Ice tickets this morning with the big three at 8 o'clock. Lots more people in their cars this morning, that's for sure. So if you want to play, we'll do that at 8 o'clock. Thanks for hanging out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Chris Stapleton has been clearing up some rumors, one that I even believed, because he's doing a lot of press and interviews lately. He had an album that dropped at the end of 2023, so he's dropping a lot of facts about himself and his life. And he told Cowboys and Indians magazine, you know, my work ethic comes from my dad, and I'm not sure that it's altogether healthy. My dad worked long hours. He was a coal miner, and he died really young, so I'm trying not to do that. And he goes in and talk about, like, a parent and working hard and being a dad. And, yeah. Remy, you know about the weight of working but also being a parent. I don't have that yet. Chris Stapleton, somebody that always really impresses me because he's got five kids. <laughs> that you don't know anything that about. you know nothing about because <laughs> he's doing such a good job of keeping them under wraps. If you saw them at Walmart, you'd have no idea that they were his. Yeah. Which is crazy. He goes on to say, here's what I hope for my children. I hope they are the best parts of me and they can overcome the worst parts of me, which I think is very poetic. That is super poetic. I think that work ethic thing comes from that like boomer generation for sure like it's passed down mm -hmm. you see your parents work how hard they work they're always gone they're always doing the thing yeah whether and it's good or bad it yeah. is passed down and absorbed very much so yeah while he's been doing press chris stapleton also told rolling stone that there's one thing everyone believes to be true but he doesn't actually want to take credit for and that's sobriety he's somebody that i've always considered a sober artist. Okay. Even though, you know, he'll sing Tennessee whiskey and all the things, but yeah. like he's somebody that's always got his head on straight. And he said, 
to Rolling Stone magazine, I'm a 45-year-old man who's got a lot of responsibilities and a lot less time for leisure than I used to have, but I do enjoy drinking alcohol. But I think somewhere along the lines, the word sober got used in an interview, and calling me sober is just a disservice to actual sober people. Gotcha. <laughs> I'd just like to go on record in this interview and say that I... And say that I still be drinking that bourbon I'm every waste, other night. I'm wasted right now, actually. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, you're talking about one of the most responsible and yes. least likely to Reliable. be in any scandal ever, you exactly. know? <laughs> but what if it did happen? Don't I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know how I would react. He truly is least likely to be in a scandal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Everyone loves Chris Stapleton. He then goes on to explain that as a 45-year-old, he's got like the wherewithal to slow down and it's all at his discretion. And when he was in his 20s, he felt like he was in a drinking contest with himself, whereas like things don't necessarily feel like that anymore. Yeah. I am sure having five kids in a super su- successful career and marriage all contribute to that. I feel like the craziest thing that he could do would just be to shave his beard. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's like, I'm done with this beard. No one would recognize him. He'd come out on stage. Who's that? <laughs> I'm sick of looking like a wizard. Remy and Casey. What's a movie quote that you constantly use that nobody understands? Let us know the quote and the movie. 314-699-4766. It's always tough when you're in a conversation and you, you say it because it's like second nature or because you think it's going to get a laugh yeah. and then everyone doesn't get it. <laughs> I feel like as I'm thinking about the quotes, I, I have a, a, a quick story about the quote that I use, but I'm thinking about Mean Girls and how many great quotes come from that movie. It is the most quotable movie of like, all time. He doesn't even go here. I want to say that so many times in a day. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't even know. But whenever I see someone with a fountain soda, going at, like you're at a QT, uh-huh. you see somebody filling up one of those giant fountain Jugs. sodas for like... Because it's only 37 cents or sure. however much it is. I always think of the line from Dumb and Dumber. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? That's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And Dumb and Dumber for me was kind of like the mean girls. Of your time. Of my time. Yeah. There's so many great quotes like. Whenever I hear, you know, someone complaining around the house, I'll be like, we got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. (laughs) Actually, when you and I first started working together, you used to use the word irregardless. Irregardless. And I, I, one day I was like, it's not a word. And you were like, (laughs) it's a Mean Girls quote, dummy. And I did feel so dumb. I feel like some of my most used quotes on the reg that nobody ever understands. This is ice. Obviously from Hocus Pocus, always <laughs> saying this is ice. But I think my youth in watching Adam Sandler movies mm. <laughs> always has me saying this from, I think it was Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't pin you down as like a, like a, a Happy Gilmore fan. Growing up, oh my gosh, I loved Adam Sandler the same way I love Uncle Cracker. Really? I love just like a little bit of a dirty redneck, you know? Okay. So it's like, it's kind of in the, it's a Big Daddy was that era. Um, Happy Gilmore was in that era. 
What else? He did He did so many. Uh, Mr. Deeds right. was in that era. He had a big time there. He also, did. Also, there is a movie that you and I both love that is so quotable that you actually kind of forget the quotes because there are so many. But yeah. this week really had me singing. Let's go surfing. Come on. Everybody's learning how. The weather, weather outside, outside is weather. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm Kunu. <laughs> no, it's great. I, I love that movie so much. And yeah, there's a lot of great quotes from that movie. Uh, I feel like there's not a whole lot of, of newer movies within the last five to ten years that are so quotable. So quotable. Maybe we've just stopped seeing movies. It's, I don't know if that's the case. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is another one that's up there for me. I'll give well, that the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I'll, okay, you know what? The 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. is the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, 314-699-4766. What is it for you? What's the movie and the quote that you always use that nobody understands? Or you just say it just to say it, right. you know, out of context, which is even better. 314-699-4766. We go to the text line from the 314. That's so fetch from Mean Girls. Yes. So fetch. What is fetch? Oh, it's like slang from England. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? I want to say almost every single scene in Mean Girls has some sort of quote. Yes. You know what I mean? perfect moment. Yeah, that's great. Uh, From the 618, let's blow this popsicle stand from Little Rascals. I didn't know that originated there. I I thought that was always just a phrase. I think it, I think it is from like an older, older movie or TV show Mm -hmm. that they just, they brought back up. Like one of the kids is just saying it because they heard their parents say it at one point. But Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I remember that. Little Rascals is also one of those good quotable movies for sure. Uh, Let us know in the text line. What's the movie? What's the quote that you always use? 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Buffalo is refuting claims that it shut off the Chiefs' hot water following the playoff game on Sunday night. <laughs> they said they should. This all started with a tweet. Uh, it started with a tweet from Donovan Smith, who said, Dang, caught an L, and they shut our hot water off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, however, a spokesperson said in a statement yesterday, that the team and its officials did no such thing. This is false. There is no way to turn hot water off on one side or the other. There are two two huge hot water tanks which feed both home and away locker rooms. This is crazy that like this guy maybe even meant it as a joke. Like, man, got the L and they turned our hot yeah. water off. But like, it's crazy that that then turned into something that somebody in that stadium had to go look into mm-hmm. and prove and write down and say, here, you can make a statement. It's not possible. I mean, your hot water heater at home, you know, could probably last two or three showers with hot water running before you kind of feel the hot water going away. I don't know how large a hot water heater is for a locker room. It's got to be huge. There's but so that, many guys. That game was cold. That The only thing you want to do is get into hot water when you're done playing a game like that. Right. And I'm sure they you know, took longer than normal showers. They mm-hmm. probably just ran out, right? <laughs> they probably just ran out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny that... Uh, Donovan made the claim, and then they, like you said, they had to go make a statement about it. Uh, Miami Heat superstar Jimmy Butler just released a clip of a new song that he produced. I know you guys talked about this last week. Right. Jimmy Butler 
uh, is a huge country music fan. Which I just didn't expect. Yeah. Uh, when we were in Chicago and he was playing for the Bulls, this was always like a crossover. We'd always, it was very much the Adam Wainwright thing. We'd be like, oh, hey, you, you ever want to come in? Him? Yeah, come on in. Like, let's, let's talk country music. He loves it. But I think he went about this, it, he went about this in a different way than Adam Wainwright has. Okay. So he got Breland to help him out and cut one of his songs. Not a bad get, by the way. Not at all. And this is what <clears throat> one of Jimmy Butler's songs sounds sounds like sung by Breland. That sounds pretty good. Sure. So it sounds like he's he's already got 60 songs under his belt. Uh, Butler's ultimate 60 is a lot. Butler's ultimate goal is to have 200 songs when it's all said and done. And he said, "I'm I'm like the DJ Khaled of this thing." So he is not anticipating ever singing on the songs. He just wants to write and produce. Just wants to write and produce them, I guess. Okay. And maybe at, at some point, hey, what's up? It's JB. You know, in the background we of whatever country. We love a multifaceted king. Okay, <laughs> next thing we know, he's going to be making the workout play or the uh, warm-up playlist for yeah. the games. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I like it. I see where this is going, and I like it. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Pawn Stars fans, put your hands up. There's been news. It's not good news. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, over the weekend, Rick Harrison, star of Pawn Stars, his son, Adam, died tragically. And at first it was unclear why. But then we recently learned either yesterday morning or Sunday night that it was an overdose on fentanyl. Ugh. Which is just like the last thing you want to hear because of the fentanyl crisis that's happening in the U.S. Yeah. Um, Adam Harrison was only 39 years old. So I did not watch Pawn Stars more than like it being on perhaps at like someone else's house or I always knew what it was and I could recognize the faces, but I've never actually gotten into it. I took a hook, line and sinker. You loved it. Loved Pawn Stars. So many people did. Still, still if a clip comes up on TikTok... And it's like three parts. I'll go find all of it. So you knew all the characters. And from what I've seen here is that Adam actually wasn't really a part of the show. Corey was part of the show, his older brother, Mm -hmm. but Adam wasn't really on it. Yeah, there was a, there was the, a lot of the family members were on and then uh, I believe Rick Sr. passed away. Mm -hmm. And so he was off, he wasn't on the show anymore. Chum Lee came mm-hmm. up and he was that was a big name he he became this huge star on the show uh but yeah it was definitely a family affair and uh it man, reminds it's a tragic loss yeah it's really sad it reminds me of that same era of like the duck dynasty the the families going viral or getting popular because of their lifestyle that you don't see all the time yeah 
Yeah. So I've seen a lot of headlines about this, and every day it's kind of something new. New information comes up. But I mean, this is what Jelly Roll was talking about whenever he went to Senate, probably two or three weeks ago at this point, whenever he went there and he was like, we need solutions. Yeah. We have a lot of issues in front of us, but this one is killing, I think he said, like 11 people a day at least. Oh, way, I think he said like an 11 hour, a second or a 11 second? a minute or something. Yeah, oh my it's, gosh. It's, it's bad. It's, it's a huge issue. Yeah. And um, if you're a Pawn Stars fan, if you were really into it at the time or you still really are and you follow along with the family, you know how tragic it is, how 39 is way too young for that. So wishing that family all the best. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. How hard was it in high school to get a bathroom pass, like to go to the bathroom? If you had to go in your class, how hard was it to get? Um, I think it depends on the teacher, but a lot of times I feel like we were just walking out. Yeah. We were like, I'll be right back. I never thought it was super difficult to do that, uh, but apparently it's a big problem. Nowadays, there's a school in North Carolina that just had to take some drastic action to stop kids from spending all day in the bathroom making TikTok videos. Ah, it's a new age. It's a new time. (laughs) Teachers at Southern Middle School in Graham, North Carolina, noticed kids were asking to use the bathroom up to nine times a day and taking way longer than necessary. So administrators fixed the problem by removing all of the bathroom mirrors. Here's the school's public information officer talking about the uh, talking about those changes. Not as many visits to the bathroom, uh, not staying as long, and students are held accountable. And when there's accountability, uh, you see a, a great difference. We're trying to educate students. Like we all have cell phones now, we have to learn to use them. We have to learn when to put them down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Big facts. Taking the mirror off is kind of giving, like, taking a teenager's door off whenever they get in trouble. But I guess if you have to do what you have to do, it is what it is. Uh, they found out that the kids were using the mirrors to film their videos, so they took all of the mirrors down. It actually worked. Students are already taking fewer bathroom breaks and getting to class a lot quicker. It so. is crazy how things change just, like, decade to decade. Because this is my 10-year anniversary from graduating high school. Yeah. And, like, when I was in high school... We all had cell phones. There was no way you were, like, just whipping them out willy-nilly. I mean, like, Snapchat had just become a thing. Yeah. So this is, even this in my mind is kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm wondering, okay, aside from the mirrors, is there more of a regulation that needs to be put on just cell phones in general in school? I don't know what the protocol is because obviously our our best technology in high school was the TI-83 calculator wow. that we played Tetris on. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you can probably text on those nowadays. They you must be so can. advanced. Yeah, they're still the same price. They're still like $110. <laughs> so, uh, But yeah, I, I'm wondering if there's more regulation that needs to be done on the cell phones as opposed to just like ripping the mirrors off the wall. But you know, kids and, will find a way. And it changes school to school. Like I remember we had one rule, but I'm sure down the the next town over has got a whole nother rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. District to district, but there are no mirrors in this high school now, so. You know what they did at one point is I'm pretty sure they started putting like um, like a teacher's aide would hang out in the bathroom. Not oh. not in a creepy way, but they would yeah. go in and monitor and be like, you've been in here for a little bit too long and you're not in a stall. You it's need like, to leave. It's like the creepy guy in the bathroom or the creepy girl in the bathroom that passes out the napkins and has all the perfumes <laughs> at the club. <laughs> but it's a teacher's aide. <laughs> now everybody at the school 
looking all disheveled all the time because uh, they don't have mirrors to do their hair and makeup in. Yeah. Remy and Casey. All right, it's TikTok Tuesday, and I got to talk about this trend that's been going on. TikTok Tuesday. TikTok Tuesday. Do you think the NFL is rigged? 314-699-4766. I've never heard more about this than I have this year. Is this a new conspiracy? TikTok conspiracy theorists seem to think so. Last three logos for the NFL have been spot on with the color scheme when it comes to who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl. The issue is that the logo comes out before playoffs begin. Right. So everybody's up in arms about this on a TikTok. For 2023, they already came out with the Super Bowl logo. They always come out with it earlier. And we have a Ravens and 49ers color scheme on the Super Bowl logo. This is looking very political and very rigged. Wait, what colors are they again? So on the bottom of the logo this year, it's kind of a purplish. Okay, I'm going to look at it right now. I'll show you. Okay. And then on top, you get kind of like a red. Who says it's not Chiefs, baby? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, I guess because of who they're playing. I don't know. So the last, well, I guess they couldn't. Right. They wouldn't be able to because they're in different conferences. Right. However... The last three logos have been correct for who will be in the Super Bowl based on so color scheme. Go on. I know you have more receipts. Uh, there's a news station that had the headline, Reba, Usher, and Post Malone scheduled to play 49ers Ravens Super Bowl on February 11th. Oh. And so also this, this girl goes on to say that she's like, and I also have a problem with the fact that the news stations are reporting this. And I got to say, if there's any conspiracy out there that's actually happening, that's, that's, that this thing is rigged, they're not telling the news stations. The news stations they're, probably don't know. Yeah, they're not telling KSDK. They're not KSDK. those <laughs> intern producers. Not no. doing it. I did, see, I did see that news station thing. And I think it was like a San Francisco news station. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, maybe they had just like prepped a, a lower third or something in hopes that the 49ers would be in the Super Bowl. Law of attraction, know. manifestation. Sure. Sure, right? So, I don't know. Do you think that pro sports are like the WWE these days? Where it's just all a script, it's all a story now? I don't know. Everything's cake. Everything's about money. <laughs> Everything if it's is cake. true, they're really slipping up this season because the people are catching on. But, I mean, remember just a little bit ago when Cat Williams did that? Was it Cat Williams that did that interview talking about the Illuminati mm. and, like, spilling Hollywood secrets? And everybody was like, whoa, 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 Catch, be quiet. <laughs> this is kind of how it feels. I don't, I don't know. Well, if you go back. And that's why I don't sports bet. If you go back four years ago, four years for the logo for the Super Bowl, yeah. they were all silver. And before that, it doesn't really line up. So it's only really been the past three seasons where this color scheme thing has started to come into factor. I'll tell you what, play. when the pandemic is over and the submarines are safe, people are going to find something to conspire about. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Let us know on the text line. Do you think that the NFL is rigged? Do you think the MLB is rigged? Hockey, NHL, 314-699-4766. Let us know. Hockey cannot be rigged. Guys are not just losing teeth out there. 
and it's like scripted. Everybody's talking about the Super Bowl logo and how it's purple and red, and that means that the Ravens and the 49ers will be in the Super Bowl based on the last two logos that have been released that have been correct based on the color scheme of them. And I know this was kind of brought up at the beginning of this at the beginning of the playoffs. Well, now it's becoming more clear because we know the final four teams that are in the playoffs right, right. now. So it's a very strong possibility that this could be true. And what if it is? What if at the end of the day it's it's the really paid actors? Yeah. <laughs> not just athletes. Everything is cake, like you said. Uh from the three one four, it's like Hunger Games. There's a couple people at the top that judge the games in the right direction. And I could see you, you know, if you've got a couple uh, officials in your corner that are just kind of botching calls here and there, you know, kind of pushing the game in one direction or the other. But my whole thing with conspiracy theories is that if you've if you've got more than three people that know anything specific like this, it's going to get it's out. It's going to get out. There's no way. There's right. no way that it doesn't. You've got to be careful with who you're telling these things to and who you're yeah. planning and conspiring these things with. Otherwise, it's for sure going to get out. Somebody's going to have loose lips. Yeah, even with an NDA, that stuff's still going to come out. Well, we're th- when these guys are making <laughs> millions, bajillions, someone's going to slip up at dinner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let us know. I don't, you know, I, I really want the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl again this year. I really I want that to happen. I was really thinking about it last night when I was considering, well, is the NFL rigged? You know, could it be? And then I thought, you know what? They gave us the Taylor Travis storyline, and that might be like our trophy for the year. You they, think? Like, I think the press that they've gotten from that storyline, they might be like, listen, we know you deserve to go to the Super Bowl. We know you're, you probably should win, <laughs> but instead we'll give you this to hold you off. I have a feeling that Kansas City would disagree with that. Hey, <laughs> They're listen. like, please, uh, we could use less publicity because of Taylor Swift. I be- No, I'm sure. I bet they part of them love it. <laughs> They're totally boosting the economy anyway. We, we love our fountains and Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> These two things. Is the NFL rigged? Do you think there's any merit to this logo conspiracy? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. Mm, yeah, today we're playing the big three. Who's on the phone? Shelly. Shelly from Walshville, Illinois is on the phone. That's just south of Litchfield. If you didn't know, now you know. Today we're playing for these Disney on Ice tickets. Remy, do you want to spin the wheel and see what game you and Shelly are playing today? I would love to spin the wheel. Spin it. Uh, I can't spin it right now <laughs> because my computer shut off. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, then I'll just pick a game for you. Since you just got back from Disney World, I guess today we will play Bad Plots Disney Movie Edition. Okay. Hopefully you've been studying. Played it with Hayes last week. He did absolutely terribly. Had no idea what was going on. I just really wanted to spin Stop it. that wheel. Just because. All right. Hold it. Stop it. We're still playing Bad Plots because I already announced it. Okay. <clears throat> bad plot. I'm going to give you a bad plot. You're going to tell me which movie, Disney movie it is. Are you ready? Number one, a waterbender and Island Thor team up to save the world. Uh, an Island Thor, a waterbender. Oh, uh, this is Moana. Final answer. Number two, a gospel choir tells the story of a child who gets in a fight with his uncle who has anger issues. Say it one more time. A gospel choir tells the story of a child who gets in a fight with an uncle who has anger issues. I'm going to go to Shelly on this one. Shelly? Oh, crap. Uh, I mean... (laughs) No, that word's fine. Um, 
I'm not sure. My gosh, these are hard. A gospel choir. Um, the only thing I can think of, what, what's that one? Um, Hercules. There's a gospel choir, but I don't, but it's not an uncle. Um, you know, I think that's going to be our best guess because I have not seen Hercules. You've never seen Hercules? I've never seen it. I like... That's a whole nother topic. I like the uh, the one song from Hercules. Which? Um, the soundtrack is a blast. <laughs> I've never seen the whole movie. I'm going to go with Hercules. Oh my gosh. Final answer. No way you're busy today, right? After work. No way. You've got an I've, hour and a half I've to got, kill. I've got so much time, so much free time all the time. It's all I'm doing is free time. Stream it while you're doing things. <laughs> On your phone. It's so good. Okay, he's going to say Hercules for number two. Number three, a captain falls in love with an underage criminal teenager, and it almost costs them a country. A captain falls in love with an underage criminal, criminal teenager. teenager, and it almost costs them a country. Is, uh, is the... Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> this is Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, Captain. Uh, Little Mermaid? Does Ariel steal things? Is she a... Uh... Well, she does. Her gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Uh-huh. Gosh, this is, this is obviously a very easy answer. But I cannot think of it. Within the time constraints given. So he's going with Little Mermaid. I'm going to go with Little Mermaid. Okay, Shelly, out of three, how many do you think Remy got right today? I'm not sure. Maybe one? Yeah, okay. that's, what I would, that's what I would go with at this point. Did he get one right? Because he None. got two right. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Run it back. Number one, a waterbender and an island Thor team up to save the world. It's Moana. Number two, a gospel choir tells the story of an underage child who gets in fight with his uncle, Hades, who has anger issues. That's Hercules. And number three, a captain falls in love with an underage criminal teenager, and it almost costs them the country of China. Uh, Mulan. It is Mulan. Mulan, yeah. I'm not joking. you got to get home and watch Hercules because you'll love it. <laughs> you'll be singing along in no time. We just played uh, Bad Plots Disney edition yeah. for the big three, and I could not think of the song in the moment, the Hercules song. I haven't seen the entire movie of Hercules from Disney, which I know as a Disney person uh, is blasphemy. But I couldn't think of the song. And then Casey said, I can go the distance. And I was like, oh. I can go the distance till I find my hero's welcome right where Right? Hercules is such a you movie. I'm really shocked that you haven't seen it because I think you would really relate. Uh, yeah, I, I all Disney movies I think are relatable in some capacity. Even you demigod, you even uh, even Little Mermaid. You know, for some of us with our gizmos and our and our gadgets, gizmos and gadgets. Yes, all the, all the things. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Cody Johnson got emotional on stage on his show on Saturday when he spotted a fan in the front row, a young girl who shared that she had made it to his concert just having survived a bone marrow cancer transplant mm. treatment. Sorry if I'm mixing all the words up there. But you can tell in videos that were taken that Cody was like in the middle of a song. He was doing it 
till you can't. And his band just kept playing instrumental when he started talking to the crowd. He got a little distracted. He made his way over to the side of the stage, looked at a poster that said, I survived my bone marrow transplant to see Kojo. And the crowd just goes wild. He takes his guitar off. He takes his hat off. He reaches down, hugs the girl. And he's like, you guys, I don't ever do this. I don't ever like go to the people in the crowd or really pay too much attention to the signs. He says, but you, you might have to give me a minute. And he gets choked up. He's crying on stage, wiping tears, pulling himself together. And then um, points the little girl out to everybody else. You don't ever give up. You understand? Don't you ever give up. He goes on to say, like, you don't ever stop fighting. Tell him I told you. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I've never seen Cody. I have to imagine that artists see this sort of thing a lot, but I've never seen Cody Johnson get so worked up on a dime. Yeah, he's been getting into his feels this last year or so. He has. He's uh, he's really shown a different side of himself over the past year, I'd say. And maybe that's just more exposure. Maybe that's just yeah. more, but like he's always been like this, but now we're just seeing a lot more of this side of him. Yes. But... Yeah, after he gave that girl some words of encouragement, he goes on to keep singing Till You Can't, which is obviously the ultimate song about like living your best and biggest life until you can't. Yeah. And um, takes a minute to tell the crowd like this song changed my life and I know that it's changed other people's too. Like it might have changed yours. Yeah. And also goes on to thank like Country Radio for finally playing. It took a long time for Cody Johnson to get to Country Radio. He was a huge deal before even we got to start playing him. And now it's like, finally, he's got this massive stadium everywhere he goes, full of his supporters and little girls like this one. Yeah, I can't imagine what that must feel like to be up on stage and have somebody go through mm-hmm. all the stuff just so they could be at your show. Just to be there to see you. Because you've inspired them in some way, shape or form via your music. Could you imagine like we're at Hot Country Nights and someone's on stage like, Casey, you got me through this. Like, that's a lot. Right. That that's is a, a lot. lot. And you don't realize it, I think, until maybe it would happen to you or yeah. until you're witnessing it in person. But the moment, it's very overwhelming. Cody Johnson, such a good heart. The video is on our Facebook page. Remy and Casey. Earlier this morning, we were talking about movie quotes that you just kind of, out of context, whatever situation in life. Let quote. it spew. You collect them over time in your brain and then you start saying them, not realizing yeah. people around you have no idea where it came from. And the text line blew up from the 618. We'll quote the longest yard for no reason. Mm-hmm. Can of corn, can of corn, and I'll be okay. <laughs> Lots of uh, different quotes from that. Also, Austin Powers has a ton. Yeah. A ton of them. And now going back, I was probably junior high when those first... Austin Powers movies came out and we thought they were the best movies. And then you watch them as like a 30 plus year old. Yeah. And it's a completely <laughs> new so experience. Bad. They're not good at all. Uh, we did get a bunch of text messages about Dumb and Dumber. That was definitely high on the list for a lot of people, um, including this quote. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say... More like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah! So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, this one from, I believe this is Forrest Gump. Uh, your mama sure does care about your schooling, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I haven't watched Forrest Gump in a long time. And you forgot. And I forgot that that was a scene in the movie. Uh, what's this one? 
If you can't get the fat out of your ears and listen, then why am I here? Uh, Step Brothers and then another Happy Gilmore. You had quoted Happy Gilmore earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a different part of the movie. That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. <laughs> and then expletive, expletive, expletive as, right, it, right. as it does. Uh, but if you've got any, any quotes that you use kind of out of context or whatever, like mine was always, oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> I need a video of you going into an Exxon Mobile. Yeah. I need a video of you, whether it's like your phone is you're filming it yourself. I don't care. I need you to walk over straight to the fountain soda section and say that. Just be there yes. as like a greeter, a fountain soda greeter. <laughs> and then walk away. Yeah. Uh, let us know what your quote is, what that what that one quote is that sticks out in your mind. You always use it. We were just talking about movie quotes that you use out of context in everyday life. And I can't believe I did not say this earlier because we were just on Disney vacation. And one of those days we went to Universal and Universal has Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley from Harry Potter. And every gift shop I heard, when I make my move, when I make my move, (laughs) you will be free to check the king. No, Ron, no. So good. So good. And and in context with, you know. I want you to know I knew that whole quote before I had ever seen Harry Potter. Yes. Like, that's how quotable that quote is. Yeah. Would you, uh, have you did you finish everything in we Harry Potter? I finished the whole Harry Potter series. Um, if you want my quick synopsis, it is, I don't feel like my life was ever incomplete without it, but it's okay. kind of cute. Okay. All right. Just last night, however, we, at my house, I had quoted, yoo-hoo, bakes up a blue wash, and... <laughs> The gingerbread man had no idea what it came from. <laughs> yeah, uh, there were. I feel like when you're in Universal and you're in the Harry Potter world, it just it feels so real. It's crazy. I sh- I should sh- show you some of the pictures from like Diagon Alley and those like I don't know. The sets are just amazing. It actually feels like you're there. Um, so get your wands out and let's quote some Harry Potter. I'm just feeling really deep about, about <laughs> Disney. Uh, if there's any quotes that you've got from movies that just stick out in your head that you're always saying like, oh, big gulps, huh? All right, we'll see you later. Uh, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. A lot of people think that the NFL is rigged due to the last three seasons logos predicting correctly who was going to be in the Super Bowl based on what color the logo was. Now tell us, because you haven't said it. Do you agree? Um, I don't think so. You I don't think the NFL's rigged? No, I, I just feel like it's it's lucky. And they just guessed right three years in a row. Because none of the other logos have anything to do with the colors of the teams it's that are in the, the last Super Bowl. few years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has anyone taken over within the last few years? Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, we've got like a Hunger Games game master in there or something like that. Uh, pulling all the strings now. I highly doubt it. Like I said earlier, I feel like conspiracies usually don't hold up because someone's going to someone's gonna say something. Yeah. You know, someone from the inside is going to come out and be like, it was all rigged. Hey, I agree with you. Like I said earlier, when all of the things to conspire about are gone, people are just keep going to, they're going to find something new. That's very true. It's very true. If you want to uh, let us know, I did post that story up on the Facebook page. Now, if the Ravens and the 49ers (laughs) end up at the Super Bowl, (laughs) I might have to rethink things. Well, we'll, uh, we'll sit here on the sidelines for now and let the weekend play out as it will. 
and then we'll 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 come back next week and and reevaluate. How about okay. that? Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, we also talked about movie quotes that you use out of context on a regular basis that people kind of look at you like, why did you just? say go to your home ball that's weird uh we've talked about that today and i think tomorrow we're gonna get a little wedding update i don't know if you've been counting down but oh i've been getting the countdown 15 days tomorrow will be 15 days away from your wedding i don't know if you're counting right february 8th Hmm, maybe i'm not counting right. maybe maybe. (laughs) last time i checked it was like 22 you're in the thick of it right now so you probably aren't paying too much attention to the actual like amount of days left but i would love to get a wedding update because we've only got a few a few more weeks until two more weeks until that actually happens right and you're gone for a while and we're all in cancun celebrating yes uh your your nuptials so uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow if you missed anything from the show today you can always check out the remy and casey show podcast and we'll see you tomorrow goodbye find remy and casey on instagram at 92 Three W I L.